0: Item Number SCP-1220 Object Class Safe Special Containment Procedures SCP-1220 is to be contained in three compact cassette cases, clearly marked with their designation. The cassettes will be sealed with tamper-evident tape and stored in a locking drawer along with all research notes pertaining to them. Due to the sensitive nature of SCP-1220, any recording of spoken SCP-1220 may not be digitized without permission from three personnel ranking level 4 or higher. If it is to be digitized, the data is to be stored in a computer with no or disabled network capability to prevent unauthorized access to SCP-1220. Pending further review, no personnel are permitted to expose themselves or others to SCP-1220. Description SCP-1220 is an unknown, possibly dead language. It does not appear to belong to any known family language. It is tonally similar to languages such as Mandarin, and shares a similar compounding structure for forming complex words. However, the number of phonemes used in SCP-1220 are far in excess of those used in any other language. Some phonemes recorded appear to be unique, such as phoneme CHIRP-A. Several of the phonemes are utterances of which human vocal apparatus was not meant to accommodate, yet the only known native speaker seems to have no difficulty reproducing them multiple times in rapid succession. The only known recording of SCP 1220 is a set of three cassette tapes, containing two hours and 34 minutes of recording. The recording is of a linguistic survey of an elderly woman. Interviewer begins by identifying the woman as Mrs. K- and states that she is one of the last native speakers of the language identified only as the interviewer goes on to explain that Mrs. has offered to tell her story in her native language and once more in English. His explanation complete, the interviewer sets a recorder down on the table and Mrs. begins to tell her story. Once she has completed the story in SCP-1220, she repeats it once again in English and then the tape ends. The story is a variant on the global flood story in many Mediterranean cultures. The story outlines a great flood that covered the world, and one man survived. The man, finding himself in a barren world, scoops up several handfuls of clay and instructed them of their new purpose, whereupon the clay erupted into a handful of wheat, ox, and other human beings, and recorded instances of SCP-1220, such as those on the tapes, appear to be inert and safe to study. However, when a living subject vocalizes an SCP-1220, a zone of anomalous space is produced. The mechanism behind the production of the zone is yet to be identified and is currently undetermined, though the result is consistent with all test subjects. The zone has been measured to extend as far as 10 meters from the speaker, though the zone is generally smaller, averaging a sphere of radius of 2 meters. The exact nature of the zone is dependent on the nature of the utterance. This property was discovered by Dr. who on September 5th, pronounced morphine fire, whereupon the sleeve of his coat began to smolder. Dr. was treated for second-degree burns, and his coat was placed in containment, where it continues to smolder. Following this incident, stricter precautions were instated regarding access to SCP-1220, and testing proper began. For more information, refer to attached test logs. Addendum 1-1220 Test Log for Doctor September 14th Test Subject Junior Assistant 1-1220 Native Language English American Derivative Word Spoken Morphine Rain Result Area Around Subject Extending Out 3.11 Meters Experienced Rainfall Rain did not appear to originate from an ambient atmospheric moisture and fell at an angle suggesting wind, which was not felt outside of the zone. Subject initially reported that the rain was pleasantly warm, and initial samplings found that the precipitation was composed of water with some particle matter. The zone was found to follow the subject, and that moisture left behind by the zone's passage remained present even after the anomaly ended. Subject reported skin irritation beginning one minute after the end of the anomaly, which increased over time. Subject was washed in an on-site emergency shower and was later treated for mild chemical burns. Examination of the precipitation afterwards revealed that the water became an aqueous solution of HCl. The recorded concentration of the sample was far beyond what was suggested by the subject's reaction, Continued testing revealed that the HCL solution was increasing in concentration over time, until an hour after the end of the anomalous event, whereupon the contents of the sample contained only gaseous HCL. Note. Following the events of the test, protocols were revised to forbid testing on non-D-class personnel. Test Log Test Log for Dr. September 25th Test Subject D423- 1220. Native language. English. American derivative. Word spoken. Morphine. Clay. Result. The ground surrounding... If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 423 out to 2.01 meters was transmuted into red clay. Effect began at the subject's feet and radiated outwards. Wave continued until it reached anomalous boundary, whereupon it abruptly ended. Subject was asked to move around on the clay which was found to be stable. The boundary of the anomaly shifted with the subject, with clay left outside of the anomaly rapidly transmuting back to its former state, while surfaces that entered the anomalous zone were transmuted into clay. Subject acquired a sample of the clay using a stainless steel trowel, which showed no signs of reaction. The sample was found to be soft enough to be deformed by hand. Once pressure was removed, the sample retained its original shape, demonstrating a memory foam-like quality. Subject reported that the clay felt abrasive, similar to large grit sandpaper, even through the work gloves that D423 had been issued. Sample was bagged and removed from anomalous zone. It remained clay upon removal, and is currently available for study. Five minutes after initial anomalous event, subject reported piercing pain in left foot. On the spot, inspection revealed an organism burrowing into the ball of D423's foot, having pierced through four centimeters of rubber to do so. The organism, designated as SCP-1220-A, was removed via on-site medical personnel and placed into a sample bag, along with an additional sample of the clay. SCP-1220-A appears to be a form of terrestrial roundworm, measuring 6 centimeters, possessing a hardened exoskeleton and an enlarged mouth containing tooth-like growths similar in shape and function to lamprey teeth. SCP-1220-A is alive at time of writing and is currently available for study. Subject requested a chair following encounter with SCP-1220-A. Request was authorized. The subject remained seated for the remainder of the test. Ten minutes after the initial anomalous event, subject reported instability in chair. Shortly afterwards, the clay began to liquefy, becoming quicksand-like in behavior. Subject was ordered to remain in place as the chair sunk into the clay. More examples of SCP-1220-A were spotted around the chair, as the area of transmuted clay began to recede. Subject at this point violated experimental procedure by leaping away from chair, attempting to avoid immersion in the clay. The anomalous zone followed D-423 in flight, and upon landing, the subject was completely immersed in clay. Rescue attempts were considered, but before a plan could be put into action, the anomalous zone had disappeared. The fate of D-423 is currently unknown. The folding chair used in the experiment was severed by the movement of the anomalous zone, and the remaining pieces appeared to have been separated from the rest of the chair by a very sharp blade. Test Log for Dr. October 4th Test Subject D424-1220 Native Language Spanish Mexican Derivative Word Spoken Morphine Ness Or Having the Qualities of Note. After the previous two tests, Doctor requested testing on non-nouns. Anomalous zone was not observed in this test. Subject reported a sensation of being watched, along with the occasional scent similar to burning tires and greasy feel that traveled along the subject's arm. Outside observers were unable to confirm any scent or oiliness before the anomalous event ended. Test Log for Doctor October 5th Test Subject D424-1220, native language, Spanish, Mexican derivative, spoken word, morpheme, compound by morpheme, clayness, having the quality of clay, result, anomalous zone once again not observed during this test, subject initially reported feeling physical weakness of sturdiness and immobility. Two minutes and 26 seconds after the initial vocalization, Subject reported a stiffness in limbs. Two minutes later, Subject's skin became clay-like, originating around the mouth and spreading downwards. Subject was unable to communicate with staff during the transmutation, which eventually encompassed the whole of D-424's body. Samples collected after the fact showed that the transmutation was complete and that all of D-424's mass was transformed into clay. Test log for Dr. Dr. November 28, D-425-1220, Native Language, Mandarin, Word Spoken, Morphine, Covenant, Communication, Result. Immediately after vocalization and continuing for 33 seconds after vocalization, research sector experienced seismic activities recorded in the 3.2. Seismic events faded gradually, ceasing completely after two minutes. Subject began to report sensations of contact, describing hands running over her skin. Staff within 10 meters of D425 reported similar sensations. Sensations became overwhelming at 4 minutes and 15 seconds, whereupon D425 collapsed. Subject begins reporting visual, auditory, and trans-like hallucinations. A flock of bats, covered in bleached bone plates, swarming around the subject. A city made out of melted green grass. A tall figure, with a head resembling a compound eye, surrounded by sourceless plates of light. Upon reporting the last hallucination, the described figure became visible to all staff member within the testing chamber. A figure seized the subject and both vanished. Later reviewed, the security footage did not record the presence of the figure designated SCP-1220-B. Note. Further experimentation with SCP-1220 is to be suspended indefinitely, pending further review. Agents encountering instances of SCP-1220 in the wild are to be ordered not to engage with the speaker and instead to notify home office. Further actions will be handled on a case-by-case basis.